Good afternoon, hockey fans. Welcome to the Intermediate Division Championship game between the Melons and the Goose. We are here at Buccaneer Arena, high in the Collins Community Credit Union booth. I am Matt Whips, joined by Pete Howling, Van Howling. See, I can't remember your name. It's been so long since we worked it's, together. It's been far too long <laughs> that we've been in the booth together, Matty. Well, I won't divulge our combined ages, but I will say, suffice that this is the get-off-my-lawn edition of Beer League Radio. <laughs> you know, you, you've never looked better in your Bermuda shorts and your wingtips <laughs> with your socks pulled up to your knees, my old friend. And I do mean old. Yeah, well, Pete, here we are. This is the Wild Goose and the Melons. The Goose come in with a regular season record of 16, eight and one, good for 33 points and second. And the Melons, seven, 17, 17, seven and one for 35 points and first. The Melons won three out of the five regular season matchups. So on paper, this should be a great matchup for the final. Should be a great matchup for the final. The Goose uh, making the step up to intermediate this year. They've had a lot of success, but they're gonna have an uphill battle today, Matt. They're missing two key components as we know. Travis Eckert is gonna be out of the lineup and so, are, and so is Reagan Sanford. And that's their two leading scorers. Yeah, that those two accounted for 39 goals in the regular season, so tough to replace that. I think they're gonna have to do it by committee, Pete. Yeah, they are gonna have to do it by committee. It's gonna take guys like Curtis Ocellis and uh, our, our good buddy Ryan Greening to step up, take the lead in this game, take over some of the offensive responsibility uh, earlier this week, uh, I had the opportunity to, to uh, speak to Alex McClure, the goalie for the uh, Wild Goose. And with the absence of those two guys, what kind of pressure that put on him? And I'm going to tell you, he was cool, calm, and collected. He said, I plan on shutting him out either way. It doesn't wow, make any difference. there so, you go. So I think, I think he's thinking, uh, you know, maybe a, a one or two to nothing victory. All but, right. But it's got to put some added pressure on him. I also had an opportunity uh, this week to, uh, to talk to uh, Henry Wyden, who was the uh, leading scorer on the Melons and asked him, you know, what do you attribute this streak that you guys have been on? They've won 13 in a row coming into this game. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Streaks end, Matt. They do, and there's only one game left to play, so maybe a little bit added pressure. I think there's a lot of added pressure on the Melons to keep the streak going, get that 14th victory and capture that championship today. But we're about to find out in about a minute and 15 seconds. Yeah, and you're right, there's not much separating these two. Uh, played pretty straight up even throughout the season. One more victory by the Melons uh, during the regular season uh, than, uh, than the Goose. Uh, I look for a really spirited matchup today. And a lot of fans are out on both sides. This is the most well-attended CIDL <laughs> championship game that I've seen. How about you? Yeah, I mean, obviously we're having to talk a little louder because of all the noise, which is kind of fun. I mean, it, we it, don't it, really get to do that much. It, it is kind of fun. You know, the only thing that's missing here today is uh, John Reichardt, uh, uh, the late John Reichardt. I just wanted to pay tribute to him. Uh, I just, uh, I miss him every day. And, well, you, you know. I, well, Pete, he's not dead. I hate to break it to you. All right, I'm happy to break it to you. He's what? very what? much alive, what? Just, what? just working today, what? that's all. Oh, what? Because yeah, well, the last time I saw him, he didn't look, <laughs> he didn't look well. John, if you're listening, and I'm sure you will be, that was Pete talking. We miss you, pal. Well, we do miss you, buddy. I yeah, wish you were here to do the game, and uh, we're about to get underway. 
All right, so we're ready to go. The Melons defending the South or the Lounge Inn in their primarily red jerseys with green and white trim. The Goose in the primarily forest green with a kind of a tan and red color. So referee Jake Adams is ready, and here we go. Faceoff is won by the Melons. That's flipped up and out of the zone. Broken up nicely there by Vodnik. But we're gonna have a slashing call, Pete. Yeah, right off the bat, uh, one of the Goose is gonna go to the box. Who is that? That is Sean Vodnik going to the penalty box. Looked like he broke up the play, but instead of being a stick lift, it was actually judged to be a slash. Yeah, it, it's rather than lifting the stick, he put his stick down on the opponent, and you're gonna get called for a slash, and right away the Goose are in a hole right from the start. Okay, so Greening facing off against Henry Wyden. Wyden brings it back, but it's cleared nicely. That was Lewis Pambianco. Mellons look to set it up. That goes clear where it's gathered by Jeremy Sandy, who dumps it back deep. Good clear there. Now the Mellons bring it up. It's Wyden. Wyden still with the puck. Wyden shoots just over the net. Big rush there by Wyden. Shows you why he scored 27 goals in the regular season. Yeah, it sure does. All right, now Todd Henderson, stick handles around. He's bothered, though, by several goose. But Dowen now battles in the corner with Pambianco. And that's cleared again by Greening. And Greening. That, yeah, Greening goes off on the change, and that's three icings on this penalty kill within the first minute. That's a nice job by the goose so far. Yeah, very nice kill by the goose. Overskated there by Ballard. It's dumped in where Sandy will attempt to chip that out, but he's bothered by Wyden. Boy, Wyden's so strong on that puck, Pete. Yeah, he's a heads-up player, and he is strong on the puck. Fire, that goes all the way through and out of the zone. That one rolls off the stick. It's taken by DeSellis now. DeSellis brings it in. Reckman now has it at the point. Reckman's still with it along the boards. Now DeSellis gathers. He's got a couple of melons on him. And a veteran play by DeSellis just killing off what remains of this penalty. Sandy dumps it in deep. And now that goes right through the crease. Well, this so is a great job on the kill by the, uh, by the Goose here. They've actually been uh, able to keep the puck down in the Mellon's end. That was Greg Miller who dumped in him. That's broken up nicely, though, and DeSellis brings it out. And the penalty is over. Both teams back at full strength. DeSellis still with it. Rolls off his stick. He's bothered by Jake Rolfe. That comes up and out of the zone. Good tempo here early. And that one's offsides as Kripalani had tumbled into the zone, resulting in the offside. So 15.45 to go here in the first. Still no score here in the Intermediate Division Championship. Pete, great pace so far. Real fast pace to this game, and it's got to lift the spirits of the Goose to kill that early penalty off. I see the momentum shifting to them already. Now Greening has a step. Greening fires. And it's right on.
Well, Greening got control of that puck outside the blue line and just in Ryan Greening style powered his way into the slot and took the shot from right at the top of the faceoff circles and just about beat the goalie. And that was David Jones on the save. Good save there by Jones and a great individual effort by Greening. Yeah, we got a delayed penalty coming up. And that may have been a body check, Pete. I could hear that up here. Yeah, they banged pretty good along the boards over there. This is going to be a spirited game, no question about it. They'll, they'll play physical. And that's Jim Seckington going to the box for the Melons. Yeah, Jim Seckington. I played with him about 30-some years ago or so when he was just a kid. And uh, he, can, he can be a rough customer if he needs to be. Well, those instincts don't die, so he's still bringing it. All right, now Kripalani looks to clear and does. Got Dejanet hustling back. Eric Dejanet with a nice play. That squirts off the, oh, and both players collide there. That was Kripalani. I couldn't see the number of the other player. Well, that was Jeff Cronin. Jeff Cronin, yeah, they bounced off each other and both ended up on the ice. Well, weebles wobble, but they don't fall down. <laughs> That's Reed Jensen now, chips up at Kripalani. Kripalani now is killing a little time and now dumps it in deep. Good play there. Yeah, nice play by Kripp to get the puck down deep and make the uh, goose regroup with uh, about a, just a little over a minute left on the power play. Now Greening now gathers. Greening pulls up, waits for help. Gets it back, centers. Broken up nicely though by Wyden and here he goes on the rush. Wyden looking to get around Sandy. Wyden still with it. Wyden. Fires a big save. There's a save of the game so far. We're about six and a half minutes in. So Alex McClure backing up his claims. Makes a big save early. Yeah, so far so, so good for Alex because Wyden had, gained, uh, Wyden had gained possession of the puck in deep and was putting a move on him. And now he has it again. He centers. Good centering pass. That's broken up nicely, though, by the Goose. That was Al Dehiru on the recipient of that pass. That one's fired and deflected, never got through. Now the melon's clear. That one's on net, but it wouldn't have mattered anyway because they're still killing off what's left of this penalty. There's only about 10 seconds left. Wyden intercepts just outside the zone. He fires, fought off by McClure. Another big save. Well, so far this is the Henry Wyden versus Alex McClure game. That one goes, looked to be wide but Jones gloves it, and that is it for the penalty. So, well, Pete, yeah. as we often say, the power kill is what happens as the shorthanded team gets the majority of the scoring chances. Yeah, absolutely, and, and uh, right now, with both teams killing that off, uh, it's hard to say who's, who's got the upper hand at this point in the game. Great pace continues as we're only about seven minutes in. Here comes Wyden again. Goose trying to keep him wide. He centers. That's blocked to the corner. Yeah, nice job by the Goose there to keep that play wide. That went off the back of someone's skate. Dedachenko looked to clear, and now she does. Right up the middle, and that will result in an icing. I think that's our first icing call of the game. Of course, when you've got four minutes of penalties within <laughs> the first six minutes, you're not going to see too many icing calls. This is true. So just an incredible atmosphere, as you said earlier, Pete. This is probably the biggest crowd we've seen for a CIDL game. This is fantastic. Yeah, both sides of the bleachers are full. Uh, here, are the stands are full and the, the lounge is full. It's great to see, especially coming off the year that we've had. 
Have come a long way since nobody was allowed in the building except the players. Well, that's for sure. All right, so the Goose regroup. That's Vodnik trying to clear. That's picked off, though, by Ballard. Or actually, that's Seckington. Good patience here. That was deflected, still live. And it, Seckington puts it in. Yeah, Seckington made a pass back to the point. And uh, I don't know who that was on the point, but they should get the first assist on it. He threw it down in front of the net, and Seckington broke toward the net, went to the far side post, picked up a loose puck, and buried it. And it's 1-0 Melons. Well, and then Captain Todd Henderson hit the deck, but I think he'll take that in exchange for a 1-0 lead. And it's the Melons who open the scoring. And the melon heads are making their presence known. It is loud and proud here in Buccaneer Arena. Loudest I've heard the building ever for a uh, CIDL game. All right, melons look to double the lead as they take it down low. But it's broken up by Pam Bianco. And chipped out by the goose. Jones. Tries to hit one of his forwards. That was second to him, but beyond his reach. And Vodnik will regroup for the goose. Now here comes Greening. It's beyond his reach and results in an icing play. Yeah, I guarantee you Ryan Greening's guy's got big on that. Vodnik made that pass off the boards. Just a smidgen out of uh, Ryan Greening's reach. Otherwise, he would have been coming down that lane all by himself. Yeah, there was nothing but open ice between him and Jones, but just a little too far ahead. Now the face-off to the left of McClure. It's Greening and Wyden. That's pretty much a no-win there. It goes to the side where it's cleared by Sandy. Ooh, it kept in nicely, though. That's a good play there by Ballard. Mellons continue to press. Good forecheck. Right up front. And another goal for the Mellons. And that's Wyden who strikes. And it's 2-0. Yeah, that play was made possible by the keep on the uh, point by defenseman Nick Ballard. He sent it in deep. The Mellons chased the puck down behind the net and made a centering pass, put it uh, right on the stick of Henry Wyden. You do that, and he's that deep. He's not going to make mistakes very often. Yeah, Wyden's not going to miss that hardly ever. And he doesn't this time, and it's 2-0. Now here they come again. They just come in waves. Wyden again fires, fought off by McClure. That's a big save. The Goose really needed that one, Pete. Yeah, they did. And they're going to have to gather themselves right now with about 8 minutes and 20 seconds left to go in the first period. They're going to need to settle things down, get the momentum back in their favor a little bit, or at least take the momentum away from the Melons because right now it's all Melons the last couple of minutes. They're feeling it. All right, that crazy bounce often happens off the Zamboni door as it comes out, but the Goose do clear. Here's Reckman. That was a roll off his stick. Good back check there by Wyden. Kept in at the point by Sandy. And it's the Mellon who clear. Here comes Frederick. Frederick fires. Fought off by McClure. Good save there by McClure. Nice save by McClure on the breakaway. Essentially, it was a breakaway from the blue line end on Freddie. Freddie had. Darren Ducks takes a spill just before he's going to clear. But now Pam Bianco brings it out. 
just beyond Greening's reach. And Frederick with a no-touch pass up to Jensen just beyond his reach. Now Wyden again. Seems like Wyden never leaves the ice, Pete. It seems like he's everywhere on the <laughs> ice, too, when he's out there. All right, now Kripalani brings it up. Waiting for help. He's got Frederick in the middle. Takes it wide. Kripalani still with it. Tries to go short side, and that goes just wide. That's Pam Bianco battles for it. Kept in nicely there by Seckington. Centers it. Oh, right on Kripalani's stick. It just rolled off it. Now Frederick got that one on net, and I don't think McClure saw that, but it deflected wide. Ooh, right up the middle. Kept in by the Melons. Seckington again. Centers to Kripalani, who just fires wide. Goose desperately need a clear now. Seckington again. Battles with DeSellis. Kurt DeSellis emerges with the puck. And the Goose get a much-needed clear as they come into the zone. He's got Dedichenko with him. DeSellis gets around one, centers it, goes all the way through. Nice job by Curtis to gain the puck in his own zone and carry it down deep. Threw one right through the crease, but there was nobody, nobody down there to help out or to tap it in. Goose keep it in. That's Cronin, fires it around. Intercepted by Chris Hunt. Now DeSellis gets it back, looking for help. He's got Dedichenko and Cronin up front, if he can get it to him. And now Kripalani will clear for the Melons. And they will make some wholesale changes as DeSellis regathers for the Goose. Kurt DeSellis brings it in. DeSellis back to Cronin. Never makes it through. Still battling. And now cleared by the Melons. Yeah, far too many of the Goose passes are being, they're being pressured they're not, giving, they're not giving them time to react to the play, and they're making passes that are, gonna, that are ending up on the melon sticks rather than their teammates' sticks. All right, that's dumped into the zone where it's taken by Pam Bianco. Hunt retrieves it now for the melons and chips it out. Cronin gets it temporarily, but Wyden takes it right back. And now the Melons will have to regroup as they are off sides. And that is Jake Rolf who clears. Gets it up to Henderson. It's taken off his stick by Greening. Greening has a second chance. It does dump it in deep. And the Goose look to establish a forecheck. Hunt gets it past Edichenko, but kept in nicely by Sandy. Sandy gets it back because he follows his shot. That's kicked aside by Hunt. Good team defense now by the Melons. Dedichenko sends it back to the point. Nobody's there. And the Melons emerge. And here comes Wyden. Henry Wyden with the puck. Wyden fires. That goes wide. But he gets it back. Wyden still with the puck. Circles. Looking for help. Wyden. Over to Gentry Collins. That goes wide. Now James O'Reilly looks to clear and does. Tried to hit Greening. Greening gets it back off the deflection. He's got Cronin with him. Greening takes a wide, tries to backhand. That's deflected wide. Now Greening still with it. Centers. That doesn't make it through on a good back check by Wyden. Yeah, nice job by the Melons there to clog up the middle. Greening took the puck all the way in deep, went around the net, and looked like he might have had an opportunity to center one, but knocked down and 
cleared right away by the Melons. So we finally get to take our breath on really only the second icing of the period. 3.15 to go, 2-0 Melons. Great to have you with us here on Beer League Radio. One of this raucous crowd here at Buccaneer Arena. One back by the Goose. Pam Bianco looks to keep it in, but it squirts out. Dejanet takes it now in the neutral zone. Looking for someone to pass to and gets it over. And that is Neil Connolly with a good shot. Fought off there by Jones. Yeah, nice pad save by Jones. Dejanet now smartly takes it up the boards. Chipped in deep. Now Connolly will pursue. That one's cleared where it's gathered by DeCellis. Kurt DeCellis now. Good stick handle in a phone booth. Still has it. DeCellis. Chipped out by Seckington where it's taken by Dejanet. And that's going to be played with a high stick. Yeah, it's going to come all the way down into the goose end, and that's not what they need. And so far, the last three minutes or so, they played the, they've played down in the Melons end, but they're not really creating a whole lot of scoring opportunities, Matt. They've got to get, they've got to get people in front. They've got to get more pressure, and they just got to start throwing the puck and in Jones's direction and hope something good happens. Yeah, as you said, not much is getting through, and Jones hasn't really been tested a whole lot as a result. Pam Bianco wraps it around. That one takes a crazy bounce right out to the middle. And McClure has to make the save. Pete, I saw that a couple times in the novice title game. About the half boards, it goes straight out into the slot. And we saw it again there. Yeah, well, Buccaneer Arena is known for some funny bounces. <laughs> and I will say, I played earlier today, and I will say the ice is a little, little soft, a little choppy too. So we're liable to see a lot more bouncing pucks than we would say uh, in January or February. Yeah, there's no such thing as great ice in July, but no. we'll take it. No, there's not. All right, so a good back pass there. Fires, that was a good shot there by O'Reilly. Chipped back in. As the Goose pursue, and they are still offsides. They never tagged up, Pete. No, they had three guys in the zone, and I don't think they realized that they were being whistled for a delayed offside. They needed to get... Get the heck out of the zone. This one might, uh, uh, this is just going to come out outside the blue line. They, they actually could have called that and sent it all the way down the goose end, but this one's going to stay just outside the uh, Mellon's blue line. Yeah, had that been there. a shot on goal, I'm sure it would have been intentional offsides, but yeah. as it is, it just comes out. 20 seconds now to go in the period. Vodnik chips it in, but it comes right on the stick of Kripalani. Kripalani's still with it. He's bothered by Vodnik. Here comes Darren Ducks trying to get around Jensen. Jensen doing a good job tying him up. Ducks, one-handed, rolls off his stick, and that's going to do it. There's another example right there as we come to the end of the period. Ducks had control of the puck, breaks toward the net. There's a loose puck right down below the hash marks. I mean, that's a big, juicy, loose puck laying right there. Nobody trailing on the play to help him out. The Goose have got to jump up in the play, start taking some chances, especially with the absence of their two leading scorers. They're going to have to alter their game if they want to stay in this thing. Yeah, and, you know, it's 2-0. It could be worse. McClure actually made some really big saves in that period. But you're right, the Goose have to start pressing the issue now because right now it's most of the offensive pressure 
is being done by the Melons. Yeah, it's not like the Goose haven't broke the puck out a time or two and been able to gain the territory. I mean, if you're looking at time in zone, it's probably pretty equal. If you're looking at shots on goals or scoring opportunities, it's heavily favored right now uh, on the Melons side of the, of the ledger. And scoreboard reflects that with a 2-0 lead at the end of one. Yeah, it really does. So the team switch sides. This will be the period of the long change here in the second as the Goose now defend the south zone. Greening and Seckington look to match up at center. Goes right to the middle. Was taken by Crippolani. He's taken off his stick nicely by Sandy. That's chipped up, but now repossessed by the Melons. That's popped out, but now Greening keeps it in. Good play there by Greening. Looking for help. Hit the outside of the net behind the goal line. Now Natalia Dedachenko battles down deep. Vodnik gets it on. Oh, that just went wide, Pete. Yeah, it sure did. And Ryan Greening right there in front setting a screen. That thing just about hop skipped and, and jumped into the back of the net. Great play by Vodnik to get that through. Now another one from the point. That's blocked out beautifully by the Millen defense. Now here's a break by Seckington. Big save there by McClure. Okay, I take it back. There's the save of the game on the breakaway <laughs> by Seckington. That's not an easy thing to do. Greening now. Brings in, trying to get around Collins. Yeah, good luck with that because Gentry Collins is arguably the best defensive defenseman in the league. Deheer now, Al Deheer looking for a screen and just about got one. He wisely waited, and McClure's seen enough. He waited until Dejanet was screening his own goalie before he let it go as yeah. a veteran play. Yeah, smart play by the veteran Al Deheer. He did, he, he used the uh, defenseman as a screen. And that one about snuck in as well. We're seeing, a lot, we're seeing a lot of near misses in this one, Matt. We are, and they are in favor of the Melons for the most part. All right, one back. It's wrapped around hard. Still kept in momentarily. Now DeSellis brings it out for the Goose. He's followed by O'Reilly. That's broken up nicely by Bedowin. Right onto the stick of Henderson, but McClure gathers that up. Yeah, Henderson was up in the play. Got a, uh, got a nice pass and uh, gained the zone and got a sneaky little shot off there. But McClure was up to the task and shut him down. Okay, 16.40 to go here in the second. Still 2-0 Melons. That puck bounces but goes wide. Now Dejanet is going to bring it up. Pops it up and out of the zone. And this will result in an icing. Yeah, it looked like they had an opportunity to break it out there. Dejanet brings the puck up on the near side boards. And, uh, you know, the old expression, off the glass and save your you-know-what. <laughs> but it just went a little too far. Uh, it's, it's not like the Goose are not in position for breakouts and to set things up. It's just that there's such great anticipation on the Mellon's part that they're shutting down those plays. Wyden now brings it back to the point where it's saying by Ballard. That hits his own player. Doesn't make it all the way through. But now Wyden gathers again. Wyden bothered by Pam Bianco. Wyden still has it. He's just a bull on that puck, Pete. He doesn't give it up. That one's cleared. This is going to go for an icing as well. And this is what the goose, the goose have to settle themselves right now. 
these icing calls are not helping them at all. Remember, it's a running clock until we get down to the late part of the game. And their time is time. It's Look, it's not their enemy yet. There's still 15 and a half minutes left in the second. But with a 2-0 lead, they're going to need to break it out and set some things up. Yeah, and as you alluded to, they really need to start pressuring Jones a little more, too. He hasn't really been tested too much. All right, that one rolls off the stick of DeSellis. Now O'Reilly pursues. He centers, goes all the way through, and oh, boy, Cronin just about had one as a big cherry. Yeah, if Cronin had his stick down on the ice, he could have popped that one in because they had Jones on one side of the net and the puck on the other. That one centered, never made it through. Still don't know where the puck is. I think it was some in somebody's jersey. <laughs> it might have been. I, <laughs> I see it down there now, but I lost sight of it too for a while. Well, I think the 10 skaters on the ice did as well. Yeah, I think that rolled up somebody's jersey sleeve right there. All right, so the face-off to the left of Jones. Seckington wins that back. Just squirts out. Vodnik gets it over to Sandy. Sandy chips it up to Cronin. Cronin dumps it in deep. But again, Pete, we're not seeing that four check from the goose that we are from the melons. No, not at all. They're gonna need to they're gonna need to start pressuring the puck more. Sandy gathers, reverses up to Cronin, a nice little play. Over to Greening. Ryan Greening gets around Jensen. Greening still has a tough angle. Went for a centering pass as a backhand, but Jensen blocked that. Now Cronin put it on net. Ducks pursues, and that one just gets out of the zone. Frederick now pursues. Vodnik broke that up, and now the Goose look to counter. That one goes all the way through and chipped out by the Melon. That one's broken up. Oh, and that was a very dangerous play that McClure just broke up in time. Seckington leaves it for Jensen. Jensen pursued by a hustling Ryan Greening who gets the puck. He's got ducks out front if he can get it to him. But good recovery there by Jensen. Hunt wraps around. Greening gets it back. Greening's a one-man wrecking crew. He needs help. Now back to the point. Fires. That one's blocked by Greening and kept in. A nice hustle by Ryan Greening and showing his strength and his size, using it to his advantage down there. He made all of that happen. That one's broken up, but just now chipped out by the Melons. So the Goose showing a little pushback now, hoping they'll soon get rewarded on the scoreboard. Oh boy, I'll tell you right there, the Goose had him on a, the Goose had him on a change and could have made something happen if they could have settled that down on their stick. They had to sell us and a couple other guys way up just standing on the blue line waiting to gain the zone. Yeah, they really did, but unfortunately for them, they couldn't bring it together. Now McClure gloves it at the other end. We'll have a face-off to his left. It's going to be DeSellis and Wyden. Tied up and then one back by Wyden eventually. Puck doesn't get through. Wyden centers. It's broken up nicely. And that's going to go wide for another icing call. Yeah, that's their third even-strength icing call for the Goose. They're going to need it, and they shouldn't be clearing the puck up the middle like that. The wingers have got to break to their points and 
send that puck up the sides because there are opportunities to do it. Look, the Mellons have some really strong defensemen and Gentry Collins, Nick Ballard. I mean, these guys know how to skate. They're fast, they're strong, but they can be beat. Position will always beat that. That one's centered. There's a dog pile in front and just cleared. But now Wyden gets it back. Seemingly everywhere, still with the puck. Wyden fires, that goes wide. Kept in by Ballard. Now Wyden's gonna emerge again. I don't know how he got from behind the net to the blue line, but he did. Chips it out and finally Pam Bianco clears. And the Goose really need a change. Yeah, they're, they're, they're a tired bunch out there right now. Now Dedichenko has a chance to get a deep, that rolls off her stick, taken by Connolly. That one rolls off and goes to the side. Nice job there to get back and break up. It was a three on one by the Mellings. So Jake Rolf will reset it for the Mellons. Gets it up to Ballard. Nick Ballard chips it up, gets it back to himself. It rolls off his stick. Now Dedichenko clears for the goose. Right onto the stick of Rolf. That's deflected, so no icing. Dejeuner gathers for the goose. Ooh, dangerous pass there, but he gets away with it. High risk, high reward. All the way up to Reckman. Reckman fires just wide. DeSellis now. Looking to reset it. Kurt DeSellis fires. Good save there by Jones. He was definitely square to the shooter. Good keep in there. And that's going to result in the face-off. Yeah, shot from the point that Jones covered up right away. He knows it's important for him to get a change now, too. This enables his teammates to get some fresh legs out there. Smart play by their goalie. Yep, and never a bad idea to put it on net from the point. Good shot by Pam Bianco to get that through. Nine yeah, go it, ahead. No, I was just going to say, once again, the Mellons have to get traffic in front. They've got to get some, or the, the, uh, the uh, Goose have to get some traffic in front. They do that, and they can get back in this game. Oh, and Seckington blocks it, and he's off to the races. Here comes Seckington. Seckington fires. Big save by McClure. Sandy looks to clear and does. Gets it right on the stick of Greening. Greening, things really opening up now. Ryan Greening fires. That's blocked. And almost kept in at the point, but now the Mellon counter again. That's Bedowin. Gets it back to second. Second him centers it, and somehow Henderson missed that pass. That was a beautiful centering pass. Yeah, they left Henderson out in front of the net. Greening had to, his center had to drop back and, and try and cover that. They're leaving that weak side post open a little too often. Rolf now, fans on it temporarily, recovers and gets it out. Henderson tries to center, but that's broken up by O'Reilly. James O'Reilly still with it. He fires, that deflected wide. Jones tried to get back to it and freeze it, now he finally does. Greening had to stick on it temporarily, but couldn't quite close on it. And Jones freezes the puck. Yeah, O'Reilly's shot went wide in the net. I'm not sure that he didn't do that with some purpose in mind, because you know that's gonna bounce right back out front. And Greening's eyes got really big when he saw that puck sitting there. And Jones didn't jump on it right away. I think he was, I think he, might have been a little apprehensive about whether he should commit to that or not. Vodnik has his shot blocked by Frederick. 
And now Sandy retrieves it for the goose. Oh, boy, he just had that get out of the zone. Frederick had his eyes big as saucers when he saw that pass. Yeah, Freddie, <laughs> Freddie <laughs> saw prosperity in that pass. Well, and I don't want to be too hard on Sandy either because the Melons were closing and they had great defensive positioning, and I know he probably saw too much along the boards. Oh, look, it, it, we're halfway through this game, and all we've seen the entire game is pressure, pressure, pressure by the Melons. Every time one of the Goose touched the puck, there's somebody on them, forcing them to make a play before they would like to. And that one just went wide as the Goose bring it out now. That's Ducks. Recovers his own puck, stays on sides. And that one's deflected up high and out of the zone. Pam Bianco now. Ooh, he collides hard with Wyden. Both players okay. Uh, here comes Wyden. He's got a step. Henry Wyden. Wyden fires it wide, and there's going to be a penalty on this one. Going to be a penalty, yep. Wyden was pulled down from behind. I don't think we're going to see a penalty shot, but he clearly had a breakaway inside the... Oh, we are going to I see saw, a penalty yeah, shot. I saw him point to center ice. Yep, he did. All right, so... The rarity of rarities, a penalty shot in a championship game. Well, it, look, it met the criteria for the penalty shot. He was inside the blue line, control of the puck, nobody to pass to, pulled down from behind. I mean, it's the right call. And this could make or break the game right here. They get up by three, they're going to be hard to beat. This is a huge play, so widen now. Coming in on the penalty shot, waits. Fires, McClure makes the save. I'm gonna tell you what, Alex McClure <laughs> has played a whale of a game, Matt. That was an incredible save against probably the best stick handler and shooter in the league. Nicely done, young man. Very nicely done by McClure, and you know, his positioning was so good, he wasn't sure he made the save at first, but indeed he did, and keeps his team in this game. Well, that should lift some goose spirits right there when you see your goalie come up big like that. Let's see how the goose respond to that. All right, so just a little over five minutes to go here in the second. And the Melons fans are really getting into it now. A little bump there by on Ducks, but now Pambianco brings it up. DeSellis now, he's bothered by Deheer. And the Melon bring it out again. Who else? Henry Wyden. Wyden brings it in. Wyden fires. Big save by McClure. McClure was in the right place at the right time, hugging <laughs> that post. Wyden shot it right into him. I don't think I don't think that McClure saw what happened with the puck. He gave up a big rebound over there, but fortunately the, the play was blown dead. Wow! Big save again by McClure. All right, so the faceoff. To the right of McClure. Greening chips that out. Cronin trying to get to it. Fought off nicely by Ballard. Good sequence there by Nick Ballard as he chips it in. Ballard still pursuing. And that's kept in by Seckington who fires it over the net. That one's chipped out. 
Cronin has Greening with him if he can get it over to him. But again, Ballard with a beautiful back check, but it's kept in. Pambianco fires. That one's deflected wide. Uh, that went off a skate and just about became a, a goal. So good energy now by the Goose. Cronin now waiting for Greening to get back on side and does. Dumps it in deep. Now he's looking to make a change. That one comes out. And that hit a Cronin on the way off the ice. Yep, that's going to be offside. Greening got caught. He couldn't get out of the zone in time. He had to skate around a couple of the Mellon players, and uh, he wasn't able to clear. Well, now that hit the skate of Cronin as he departed, but the referee is going to say he was not making a play on the puck, so not too many men, so nothing to worry about there, just simply an offsides. Battles there, and finally Connolly brings it in. Connolly fires, that one's blocked, gets it back. He battles with Rolf. Now Bedowin clears it, and that will be an icing call. So finally, Pete, some nice pushback by the Goose. Yeah, it, Neil Connolly getting off another shot. Probably got off the best scoring opportunity of the game when uh, Jones stuck his pad out in the first period and shut Neil down. But we saw some pressure right there. But once again, Lilo's shots are getting through. The Mellons are very good at staying at home and staying in front of the net and protecting their goaltender. Yeah, the Mellons definitely keeping in the shooting lanes and blocking a lot of those shots. Yeah, they're disciplined. They're playing a, a disciplined game today, no question about it. And they clear that one out. And that is not going to make an icing call, so Sandy has to come back and play it. It's pursued by Kripalani. Sandy again, right up the middle, and that's kept in by Bedowin. I think Vodnik thought it was cleared, but it wasn't. Now second, it makes a play. Oh, that just bounced off the stick of Bedowin. Now Seckington retrieves it. He sends it back to the point where it's taken by Hunt, but good play there by O'Reilly. There's a three on two developing. Tries to get over to Greening, but good defense there by the Mellons. Just got a stick on it again. The Goose had two guys breaking for the net if they could complete that centering pass. Comes Kripalani, has a roll off his stick as Vodnik collided with him hard. Yeah, no call on that. I, it looked like there might have been a penalty on that. Kripalani getting pulled down, but play on. But down now, that's centered, kept in by Jensen. Jensen still with it. That's fought off by McClure. Jensen centers that and it goes wide. Sandy trying to clear. Mellons are really pushing it now. And finally, O'Reilly chips it out. Ducks bothers Jensen. Which allows O'Reilly to get there. Now the puck is sort of bouncing. Oh, and somehow they kept that out. Oh my gosh. What a sequence that is. Now here comes Wyden. Wyden has the puck. Defense back for the Goose. Wyden fires, and it goes in. Hockey's a fickle game, Matt. <laughs> At one end of the ice, we see an intercept on a clearing attempt. The Goose keep it in. There's a little pop fly of a shot that goes in. Jones tries to glove it, pops out of his glove. Great scoring opportunity. I don't know who the defenseman was that went in and cleared the puck. Comes up to Wyden, and with about 30 seconds left in the period, they gain a 3-0 lead. Oh. That, that could be a backbreaker. And it was just a killer, too, 
for the Goose because Wyden uncharacteristically didn't get a lot on that shot. He sort of partially fanned on it, which probably uh, handcuffed McClure a little bit. Yeah, it did. There's no question about it. It did, man. Good observation. But boy, there was a chance right there to score in the last minute, make a two to one, their best scoring opportunity. If you could have seen that play, oh. there was a big, juicy rebound laying right out front. Yeah, I wish we had this one on video because that was quite a sequence. Just yeah, a that, crazy that was, play. That was, a, that was an absolutely crazy play. And then made even crazier by Henry Wyden picking up the, the clearing pass at center ice going in and scoring. Well, 3-0 as we head to the third. What do, you, what do you think? Well, obviously the next goal has to be the Goose. I mean, they're down by three. It's a tall order as it is, but they're going to have to unleash the Hounds now. They got to yeah. really start pressing it. Yeah, they're going to they're going to have to play uh, higher in their zone on the clearing attempts. Defensemen are going to have to cheat in a little deeper. And you're right, they need to score the next goal. And I would submit to you, they need to score it quickly. Yeah, time is not their friend now. 18 minutes on the clock as we begin the third. Both teams back to their original zones. That means the Melons are defending the south end. The Goose to the north. Ducks wins it back, but it's tied up there and taken by Wyden. Wyden still with it. Wyden centers. That goes off the side of the net, and somehow that snuck in. Yeah, it did. It, it, Wyden with the backhand, and he... And he he beat McClure on the short side. Thought McClure, from our angle, it's on the far post from where we're looking. I thought McClure had the post covered, but obviously he didn't. It, it snuck in there. Yeah, I did too. I think he was trying to guard against the pass to Henderson, and he just pulled away a little bit from the post. And full credit to Wyden. He probably had about a foot gap, and he had, somehow snuck it in there. And there's a killer, Pete. Yeah, it is. And, and, and credit to Henderson, too, for going in and, and, and uh, crashing the net and being the decoy because that gives McClure a couple of things to think about when he's trying to defend that. Now Henderson gets around Dejanet, a real dangerous play, and now it's the Goose to bring it out. Here's Pam Bianco. Has Reckman with him. Pam Bianco fires. That just goes wide. Good individual effort there. Now looking for help. That one goes wide. Reckman gets it behind the net, sends it back to the point, but nobody home. But then Dejeuner does close nicely to keep that in. Yeah, nice pinch by Eric. And now the Goose will have to reset as Pam Bianco takes it in his own zone. Tried to hit Ducks, but that was behind him. Now the Melon's clear where it's taken by Seckington. Seckington sends it back to his own D as Chris Hunt gathers. Hunt sends it up to Frederick. That's broken up by Dedichenko. Frederick chips it in, and he's going to pursue on a one-man four-check. Oh, and Frederick got it back and almost was rewarded for his efforts. That rolls off his stick, and now it's cleared by Dedichenko. Yeah, I don't know if Freddie showed up on the score sheet today or not. But I'm going to tell you, he's created a lot of trouble in the offensive zone. He's in the right place at the right time. He really has. Now Greg Miller, he fires from a sharp angle. And that one deflected back on net. So McClure had to be sharp. Rolf now fires. That's cleared. Yeah, I thought Greg had one there for a second. And there's a name we've called for a long time. Greg Miller, he's been around forever. Oh, yeah. I've been his teammate on many occasions. One of the best guys going in the league. 
All right. Now Sandy wraps it around. He sends it up to Cronin. That rolls off his stick. But there's the stretch pass that, we're, that we were talking about earlier. That's what they're going to have to do. They're gonna, just going to have to settle that down. They're going to have to have their forwards play high, get outside the blue line, and try and, try and stretch this game out. Yeah, and just under 15 minutes to go and down by four. They really have to bring it now. Yeah, everything's got to be high risk and hopefully high reward for the Goose. Okay, Sandy now dumps it back in deep. Kept in, though. Now it is chipped out. That's wrapped around, kept in by the Melons. Good play there by Seckington. Oh, and a big deflection. Puck's still loose. Yeah, Al here there with his best shift of the game. Now DeCellis brings it up. Great stick handler. DeCellis tries to get around the defense, but a good play there. Sandy fires just wide. Not a lot of heat on that one. Yeah, DeCellis had a, a nice scoring attempt. I wondered when he was going to break out his patented toe drag, and he just <laughs> did right oh, there. Oh, and there he gets it back. DeCellis fires. And somehow, oh, oh my, my gosh. Lord, Jones with his best save. Jones with a really fine save. The puck is in the corner. Somehow they make a centering pass to DeCellis. He kicks it out of his skates, does his little dipsy doodle in front of the net. I thought that was in. I'm going to tell you. I think somebody else thought it was in, too, and that's Jones. Uh-huh. Well, DeCellis took that right across the crease, and I thought it was a foregone conclusion. Somehow he made the save, and there's another shot he fights off. Fights off. And the Melons look to clear and do. That's Ballard now. That goes right across the crease, where it's taken by Bedowin. He centers. O'Reilly now, Greening just stays on side. Good effort there by Greening. And Pete, the Goose are getting one chance and that's it. Yeah, they're one and done. McClure way out to make a play and it's kept in by Wyden. What a play. I don't know how Henry Wyden anticipated the goalie clearing <laughs> the puck up the middle <laughs> like that, but there he was to shut that down. Yeah. And finally the Goose get a clear, but it's gathered by Jensen and chipped back in for the Melons. Cripolani sends it wide. 12 and a half to go. Four nothing Melons as Ducks brings it up. Ducks, one on three, waiting for some help. Good patience here by Ducks. It rolls off his stick. That is chipped out. That is Dejanet battling with Cripolani. Good play there by Eric Dejanet. Dejanet has been the strongest defenseman uh, for the Goose in terms of headmanning that puck and creating opportunities, breaking out of the zone. Yeah, he's really had a strong game. He has. All right, now here come the Melons. He also still has the best uh, name in uh, D-League, oh, I think. Absolutely. The Ragin' Cajun, as he's fondly referred to. All right, now Wyden has it. That's broken up by who else? Dejanet. Ooh, there's a hard hit along the boards there. 
as Jensen and O'Reilly tangle. Pam Bianco brings it up, has it right in the high slot. He fires, good shot. But Jones gathers that one up. That was a nice rush there. Yeah, real nice rush by Louie to get the puck. Gathered it, up, gathered it, gained the blue line, but he shot from the top of the faceoff circle. Wasn't There's no screening or anything like that. Jones is probably going to save that 999 out of 1,000 times. Yeah, and really no traffic in front of him either. No, Jones is doing the right thing too. He, he's covering up on it, even though the faceoff is in there and he knows with a running clock, hang on to the puck. Let's, let's eat up some time. Dejanet now, he centers. That goes all the way through. It deflects off a skate into the corner. Dedichenko battles with Frederick. Frederick now clears, but right on the stick of Dejanet, who just dumps it back in. His teammates will have to be back on sides. And now, oh, Dedichenko jumped back in a hair too soon. Yep, they need, that's a couple of times in this game where they, they have to remember to tag up. Then the faceoff is going to go all the way down to the other yeah, end. Yeah, they're on calling this, this one intentional. Yeah, not a good play for the Goose right now with 10 minutes left in the game. All right, so the Goose just desperate for any kind of offense they can muster. Good shot there, turned aside by McClure. So Pam Bianco joining the rush, as well he should, down by four with under 10 minutes to go. Ballard now brings it in. And a good shot there by Seckington. Oh, Pete, you can just tell Seckington's got such good instincts, and he knows just throw it on net and see what happens. Yeah, he's a smart hockey player. There's no question about it. He's getting up there in the years, but still, he moves pretty good. Yeah, I, I think he might have had some a uh, uh, couple of injuries earlier on in the year, and he's, he's been playing through it and recovered from it. But he, he's had a good game as well. He's had a very strong game. All right, now Sandy behind his own net. Chips it up to DeSellis. Again, that crazy bounce off the boards. Up to Reckman. Reckman's got Greening in the middle. If he can get it to him, he fires. Good save by Jones. DeSellis chips it, but Jones fights that off. And now Seckington pushes DeSellis away on a good play to protect his goalie. And he had Rolf with him too, but they were not gonna let DeSellis get another crack at that one. No, they weren't. And, and Jones, let a, Jones let a puck uh, just bounce off his body out front. DeSellis with the backhand, but he couldn't convert it. Wrapped around there by the Melons all the way out where Sandy has to retrieve it. 8.15 to go now, 4-0 Melons. Now Greening gets it. Chips it back to DeSellis, real good play. DeSellis fires, fought off. Greening across the crease. Reckman fires. They and can't buy a goal. Wow. Greening with two prime opportunities. Reckman with an opportunity. I mean, they had four shots within about a five second sequence and could not convert. That was insane. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what. <laughs> if you're Jones, today's your day. Today is your day because I thought that puck was in on three different occasions. I did too. I, did, I, I don't know how they didn't score on that. What a sequence. Yeah, seven and a half minutes left in the game. They're trying really hard There's now. There's another one, and finally they get one. 
That one dribbles in, but they all count. So after all the insanity on a seemingly innocent play, Darren Ducks finally breaks the seal for the Goose, and it's four to one. Well, a lot of pressure in front of the net again, and they're playing with the intensity that they need to. Seven minutes left, down by three, anything can happen. Well, we typically see teams get a boost when they finally get one through, so let's see what happens here. Dejeuner chips it up where it's taken by DeCellis. DeCellis clears it up to Ducks. Ducks looking for another one. Nice defensive play there. Chipped in deep by Cripolani. Very smart play. Just get it in deep if you're the Melons. Dejeuner wraps it around, but that's intercepted by Deheer. Cripolani back to Deheer. Deheer from a sharp angle. That goes wide. Yeah, nice give and go by Cripps and uh, Al right there. But if you're the Melons, you have to be thinking to yourself right now, think defense first. You're up by three with six minutes left in the game. Don't take any unnecessary chances and don't take any penalties. And as we speak, just a nice little scrum along the boards, burning some clock. The Melons will take that all day. Dejeuner now battles with Badawan. Good battle there. Look at that. And Dejeuner emerges with it. What a play. Yeah, and that's over in that dangerous end of the ice where, the, where it's really choppy by the Zamboni door, too. Ducks just offside. He was in there with DeCellis, and that puck rolled just, oh, now. We might be getting a call here, Pete. Yeah, I think one of the Goose players took a little umbrage with the offside call. Yeah, and it looks like Ducks is going to go. Yeah, he's probably going to get whistled for uh, saying a naughty word or two to uh, the referee, but Jake Adams is directing him toward the penalty box. All right, so it looks like two minutes for unsportsmanlike to Darren Ducks, uh, just a crucial point for the Goose. Yeah, that's not a good penalty to take right now, and uh, he's going to have to sit. Uh, for, for two, that's going to leave them with uh, three minutes or a little less by the time they can get to even strength and even think about pulling the goalie. One back, Hunt goes in and he fires wide. And obviously if you're the goose, you can't just afford to wait like you would on a normal penalty. You need to press it down by three. No, you have to play this straight up. That one's fought off by McClure and he recovers just in time as Henderson was on the doorstep. Clock continues to roll, four and a half now to go, a minute and a half in the penalty to Ducks. Face off to the right of McClure. Yeah, the Goose are on a change. They're going to have to hustle off on and off the ice for the drop of this puck. Kept in temporarily, now oh. chipped out. That won't go for icing. They can track that down. Now Greening fires. That one's blocked by Hunt. What a block. Now chipped up. Yeah, Hunt sacrificed his body on that one for sure. <laughs> All right, now Greening, he enters the zone. Greening tries to center off ahead of DeCellis. And DeCellis and Greening are both in on the forecheck, even though they're on the PK right now, trying to create something. Yeah, they really have no choice. Comes Henderson, gets it to Bedouin in the corner. 
DeSellis now lost the puck momentarily, but got it back and up to Pam Bianco. Now DeSellis gets it back. Oh, it rolls off his stick. He had some speed, too. Yeah, if he could have just settled that down, he would have had a nice opportunity. Seconton fires. That just goes wide. And if you're the Melons, this is exactly what you want to be doing. Just kill that clock. And now the Goose look to break out. Pam Bianco joins the rush as he's done much of this period. Has it taken off his stick by Seckington? Seckington gets it back. Good defensive play there by who else? Eric Dejeuner. Now Rolf gets it. He sends it wide. Greening overskates it. Frederick chips it in. Under two and a half minutes to go. Ducks out of the box with the Cellus. Darren Ducks fires wide. The Cellus has down low. Gets it back to Sandy. Sandy fires right over the net. Kind of a scrum behind the net as the Melons chip it out. Never seen so many players below the goal line at once in my life. <laughs> Not too many goals are scored back there. No. Only 99 as uh, I've ever seen score from back there. That's true. All right, McClure now leaves it for Sandy. Minute 40 to go. Oh, that one's blocked. Sandy gets it back. Sandy's still with the puck. He's bothered by Frederick who chips it in. Frederick's has had a whale of a game. Fundamentally, he's been really sound all game long. He really has. Like you said, it probably won't show up on the score sheet, but he's had a lot to do with his team's success today. Now the Mellon's just content to hold on to that puck, and now they do clear. And that will go for an icing. 1-10 to go. Four to one Melons. Yeah, not a bad icing uh, to, to take either by the Melons because with the running clock, they're not going to drop this puck until we're under a minute to go. And you can hear it out of the uh, Melons fans over there. Yeah, the Melons fans are feeling it. They feel like they've got this one in the bag. And now Wyden takes the puck with 45 seconds to go. With McClure still in net. Now the countdown begins as we're right at 30 seconds. Connolly chips it up to Reckman. Kripalani will get there first, though. Nice keep-in play by Connolly. Now the Mellon will just hold it, and they chip it out. Broken up by Vodnik. Dedichenko sends it in. Three, two, one. And that is it. So the Watermelon Warriors, AKA the Melons, are your intermediate champions. Congratulations. A four to one victory over the Goose Pete and a very well played, very spirited game. Very, yeah, very well played game. A lot of fun to call. A lot of fun to watch, very entertaining. Four to one, the Melons come up with the championship. 14 in a row to get here today.
It's a remarkable job by a remarkable bunch of people on this team. It really is. And what a great team effort today. And obviously, we got to talk about Henry Wyden first and foremost, but he was by no means the whole story. It was a true team effort today by the Melons. Now, the Melons played great team hockey today, no question about it. I mean, we could call a lot of people's names, a lot of stuff that we're, that guys that you and I sit up here, and it's really easy for us to, to you know, when we're up here to see what's going on, but there's a lot of stuff that's going on away from the puck that helped them win the game. Plays that were made by Al DeHere, Dan Fredericks, and some of, and some of the people like that. Well, and you know, it sounds silly for a guy who gave up four goals, but McClure actually stood on his head. He played great today. Well, I, it, look, this game was not on, the 4-1 score is not indicative of how Alex McClure played. He gave them every opportunity to be in this game and win it. It was just that the Goose weren't able to convert. I wonder how this game would have turned out if Reagan Sanford and Travis Eckert had been yeah. here. Would have been much closer game. <laughs> I just have a feeling, Matt. Yeah. No guarantees, but when you're missing your top two scores, it accounted for what? 39 goals? Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot to that's a lot to fill. You don't replace that. The best you can do is by committee. But like they say, the best ability is availability. And unfortunately, those two weren't here today. But take nothing away from the Melons. They earned this. Absolutely earned it. Yeah, no question about it. They certainly did. All well, right. They've so, all got their helmets off. Tim Young's down there about to give him the trophy. <laughs> Going to hand it off to Todd Anderson. Yeah, and I said before in the inter or the novice game, the trophy is now designed so you can drink out of it. <laughs> and I'm sure that's going to happen. Uh, no question about it. <laughs> now the goose out there lining up on the blue line, watching the presentation, tapping their sticks show a good sportsmanship. It's one of the best things about CIDL is the respect that we all have for one another. That's a class act out of the Goose to see them celebrate over there. I'm sure they'd rather be hoisting the cup, but they're doing the right thing. Yeah, they are. It's, like you said, it's a very classy move. One of the great things about our league. Henderson is the first one to the cup, passes it off to his goalie, and he's hoisting it above his head. Yeah, now. as well he should. David Jones with a great, great game. Wasn't tested a lot, but when he was called upon, he answered the bell. But man, the Goose had so many crazy chances that just would not go their way. Uh, they had a lot of pucks that were loose in front of the net that could have bounced in, could have been much closer than four to one. Henry Wyden got a, an opportunity to carry the puck. Al here it's passed off to him. He hoists it. Uh, it's a great feeling uh, to win the CIDL championship. There's no question about it. There's Nick Ballard with the cup, skating around, getting a hand from the crowd. <laughs> They've all got some pretty wide smiles on their faces. And none of these fans have left. They're all enjoying it along with the players. Yeah, no question about it. They, they're all on their feet over there applauding their team. There's Dan Frederick. Slow down, Freddie. Yeah, don't don't game, take a tumble. Yeah, the game is over, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the fastest he's moved all day. But no, uh, Dan Frederick had a very solid game. Again, it probably won't show up much in the score sheet, but he played a very fundamentally sound game. Yeah, he did. There's Frenchie with a turn with the with the cup. He passes it off to Rolf, who passes it off to Crippolani. There's a happy commissioner right there, yep. Justin Crippolani. Yeah, congratulations, Justin Crippolani, the commissioner-elect, taking over 
for the 2022-21-22 season. Yeah, and what a class act. Crip just skated the puck over to the bench where Adam Smith, who earlier in the season broke his leg, pretty bad break too, and was our goalie on the on the squirrels in the novice division. Yeah. Handed the cup to Adam Smith and he hoisted it above his head. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Really nice thing to do. Well, looks like we might have a little team picture here. Why not, right? Well, hey, look, uh, you know, they all look pretty photogenic right now. And a couple of guys straightening their hair, what they have left. and uh, Yeah. Well, let's go over the totals while we have a moment. So, again, our final, 4-1 to one Melons, as they capture the Intermediate Championship. Surprisingly, the shots were 16-12 to 12 in favor of the Melons. I would have guessed, or more than that. that yeah, I would, have shot, I would have thought the shots were about double that yeah. from the action that was in front of the net. So here's your scoring summary. At 420 of the first, Seckington opens the scoring for the Warriors with the assist by the captain, Todd Henderson, and then Wyden with the assist by Miller and Dan Frederick. So he did get on the scoring sheet, so good, good for Freddy. him. Um, and then the second period that really the killer is Wyden at the end of the period to make it three to nothing. And that was right after the Goose almost scored at the other end. It was just one of those crazy sequences that we often see. And then uh, Wyden again at 116 of the third to make it four to nothing. And then finally, after so many chances, it was a relatively innocent play that led to the Goose's lone goal by Darren Ducks at 11.35, assisted by Kurt DeSellis. So there is your final, four to one in favor of the Melons. Yeah, and I think we only saw a couple of penalties too. There was one uh, early on that was called on uh, Sean Vodnik for uh, slashing, and Seckington got a roughing penalty in the first period. We saw DeSellis uh, get a hook, and Darren Ducks got the unsportsmanlike for probably saying, uh, Maybe dropping that familiar four-letter Anglo-Saxon <laughs> word that begins with half and ends with K. It rhymes with duck, as yeah, they say. Yeah, yes, it rhymes with duck. So, <laughs> uh, but uh, well-played game, clean game. Not too many penalties. We didn't see any. Uh, we didn't see any chippy and cheap stuff going out there. So, uh, to both teams' credit, well-played game. Well-played game. Very spirited game. A fantastic atmosphere, as we said. We've never seen this many uh, fans in the stands, as they say. It was great to see, especially the way the season started with this awful pandemic. So it's great to see all these people out enjoying some hockey. And Pete, there's really not much left to say. Just a great game. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I always enjoy doing the games with you. You know that. We've been at this for a while. It's nice to be back in the booth for a change. I, I think this is my first time up here this year. So <laughs> glad somebody thought of me. Well, better late than never. You think there's any free pizza left for us? Uh, maybe, although that table looks pretty clear. Maybe not. I think the ice cream truck is still available, though. Uh, well, we might have to hit up the ice cream truck. I think we've earned it, buddy. I, I think we have. All right. So, again, our final 4-1 to one Melons as they capture the Intermediate Division Championship of the CIDL here on Believe it or not, July 11th. And you know what? If there isn't any pizza left, let's head over to 3530 West Town Parkway, <laughs> home of D-League Radio. I like it. And, the, and CIDL, the, yeah, keg stand, the keg stand. Proprietor Ryan Greening, 99 beers on tap, 15 big screen TVs. I'm all for it if you are. Hey, sounds great. All right. So, again, the final 4-1 to Melons for Pete Van Howling. This is Matt Whips. You've been listening to Beer League Radio.